Hello, welcome to episode 51, halfway to 100. I, uh, I just arrived in the UK today, so that's why I haven't published a episode in a few days. I was traveling, which was a pretty cool experience right now during COVID. I, um, I had a layover in Incheon, which is the biggest airport in the world, and it was mostly empty. And as a result of this, there were a bunch of startups that were testing out airport robots in the airport because they had all these empty giant hallways. Um, they could like run these robots around without fear of harming anybody. So some of them were like fully automated, like driving around talking to you kind of robots. And you could like put your luggage on them and they'd carry them to the gate and stuff like that. Some of them were just like cars kind of that people that like the engineers were sitting on with a remote con- with like a controller testing them out. But that was cool for me um, to see all these robots and not a lot of people. Anyway, um, the topic for today is not that. Um, I don't know how much deeper I can go into robots in the airport, but um, it is a topic that was um, inspired by something I learned in my, my last few days in Japan. Um, so we have a lot of problems in the world right now. In addition to COVID, we have global warming and nationalism, uh, racism, overpopulation. There's, there's a ton of big issues that the world is struggling with. And most of the solutions that I see being talked about are what I would call technological solutions. Now, this doesn't mean that it's AI or some kind of digital tech. It doesn't even need to be high technology. Technology here is just really, to me, any solution whose efficacy can be simulated. So if there's a solution that assumes the world is static and unchanging, um, and given this, like, understanding of the world, we can build uh, a solution for it. That's, to me, technology. So a mosquito net is technology, but so is carbon credits. Carbon credits are a technology because we know they'll work because we've simulated it. We assume that the economy works a certain way and that emissions work a certain way. And so we've simulated the effect of carbon credits to know that they're going to reduce global warming. And these are all technological solutions. Um, However, most of today's problems are not problems that are, I think, most efficiently addressed using technology. Most of today's problems are people problems. They may have long-reaching effects that include environmental impact in the case of global warming, but the root causes of these problems are people. It's not mosquitoes flying around getting people malaria. That's something that we can solve with technology because Mosquitoes are well understood, and we can know how they're going to behave, and we can build a net that will stop them. But when you're dealing with people, it's a little bit harder to simulate how our technology is going to affect them, to change them. When you're dealing with people, technology is not a super efficient solution. Um, So we need other solutions. And something I learned about in my last few days at Japan gave me some insight into how powerful non-technological solutions can be. So in 2005, 
in Japan, um, the government recognized that people were spending a lot of money on power during the summer months. People, governments, companies, the country was actually running out of power because in Japan, power is pretty expensive. They don't have a lot of good energy sources like oil or coal. So um, power is not so abundant like it is in the U.S. And so in the summer months, people were using their ACs a ton, and that was draining a lot of power. And the government needed to find a way to stop this. Now, it could have invested like $100 billion into into researching and installing high-efficiency air conditioners into all the big buildings and saving power that way. Uh, but they took a different approach. <laughs> Instead, they launched a campaign called Coolbiz that is now famous in Japan. Um, and Coolbiz is, was basically a series of ads um, and, and like partnerships with the biggest companies in Japan to get these companies to allow their workers or allow and encourage their workers to dress in lightweight, more casual clothing during the hottest months in the summer. So to come to work in a t-shirt and, and uh, lightweight pants instead of their normal jacket, tie, etc. cetera. Um, and this also included partnerships with with uh, clothing companies, they had ad campaigns for stylish, professional-looking yet lightweight outfits that you could wear for Coolbiz, um, and so it was basically just an ad campaign. But the results were pretty amazing. They over the, like in the first three years of this program, which still runs today, um, they saved about four billion dollars, and um, they prevented the production of about, I think it was like over 3 million tons of CO2. So to put that in perspective, Tesla and its entire history has saved about 3 million tons of CO2. With all the technology it's created, it has only gotten to the point that it's uh, done as well as three years of an ad campaign by the, Chinese, by the Japanese government. <laughs> Um, so I, after seeing that, I wonder like, why don't we have more solutions like that? It seems like a lot of our biggest problems are just people doing things that they probably don't need to do. And how do we get better about that? I bet we could have an ad campaign. I've talked about this a lot recently, an ad campaign to get people to think cold showers are cool. If it's a cool thing to take a cold shower, we could cut down about 20% of our daily energy usage. If we get people to think it's cool that to be vegetarian, that will cut down another 35% of their energy usage. Um, what if we get people to think it's cool to, to you know, understand and um, check their unconscious bias? There's a lot we can do by just basically changing people's minds. And I know we don't like to do that in the West. It's something we, we really get afraid of. The idea of having ads that are supposed to change our brains to make us want something different is really scary to us. But that's what happens to us every day, no matter what. We have ad campaigns that are constantly being blasted at us, making us want all kinds of crazy things, often things that are harmful. 
because that's how capitalism works. So what if we took these same forces that make us want all kinds of useless stuff and used them to make us want things that were actually going to help the world quite a bit, like taking cold showers? So anyway, that's my thought for today. What do you think?